Hello, this is Josh Christman, pastor of the Anchor Church of Cambridge, located in Cambridge, Ohio. I want to say thanks for tuning in today. I hope this podcast inspires you, encourages you, and helps you to live the life that God has called you to live. The scripture says in verse 35, Mark uh, chapter 4, verse 35. And the same day when the even was come, he saith unto them, let us pass over unto the other side. And when they had sent away the multitude, they took him even as he was in the ship. And there were also with him other little ships. Verse 37 says, and there arose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the ship so that it was now full. So that it was now full. And if you'll move over with me to chapter 5, reading a couple of verses from chapter 5, starting in verse 1. And they came over unto the other side of the sea, into the country of the Gadarenes. And when he was come out of the ship, immediately there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit. And verse 6 says, But when he saw Jesus afar off, he ran and worshipped him. Amen. Amen. If you cl- close your Bibles, put them down behind you. And if we, one more time, if we can just lift our voice. Lord, I pray that you'd be in this house today. God, you've already assured us of your presence. You've already met us here. God, I pray in the name of Jesus that you will be with every individual. Lord, I pray against any distraction in this house today. I pray, O Lord, that you would anoint me as your servant, for your word is already anointed. As I share what I feel you've given me today for this house and this time and these people. Lord, I pray that you would help us to leave here not the same, but changed, O God, encouraged. And with faith, O Lord, built in our spirits. God, that we can trust you today. Lord, in the name of Jesus, be with us right now. I'll lift your voice and pray unto the Lord right now that he would touch you. Open your eyes and your ears and your heart to what the Lord wants to tell you today. Hallelujah. Jesus, we trust you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And one more time with a hand clap of praise. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. You may be seated this morning. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. Amen. How many of you want a million dollars? Oh, come on now. I know somebody wants a million dollars. How about, uh, how about, uh, how about just a great, like just, and not to be too weird, but just a rocking body, you know, just like just arms and, and muscles and, you know, you just want to look good and feel good. Yeah, anybody? No? Am I the only? Okay, all right, come on now. Yeah, you want to, you know, just, man, I just feel good about how I look and how I feel and you're in shape and you want all that stuff, right? You want riches and wealth and you want to look good and you want to feel good, all those types of things. Well, I, I've come to tell you today that somewhere there's a book that has three ways to become a millionaire. Three easy ways to become a millionaire. I've, I've seen them before. There's these authors, they, they write these books. This is just three easy ways to become a millionaire. You can find that book, and I'm sure that they'll sell it to you for a nice, nice price, which is probably how they became a millionaire. 
And somewhere on the internet, you'll probably find a video of some guy that's standing there, whether he's got his shirt on or off, and he's just, you know, he's pumping weights. He's like, man, you could look like me, dude, you know? It's just going to be this easy. I've got this secret for you, man. And all you got to do is just click through and just subscribe to my newsletter, man. I'll send it to you in the email. And, and yeah, dude, you could look just like me. And, and I'll tell you what, you don't even have to change anything you're doing, man. It's a secret. Nobody knows about it, dude. I'm telling you what, you know, anybody ever seen those videos? You know what I'm talking about? It's like just in 15 minutes, man, you can watch this video. And I've got the secret. It's a secret formula. I figured it out, you know, because you know that that dude probably had the mind to figure out, you know. But anyway, no, I'm just messing around. But, you know, what I mean, it's like those videos like, man, I got the secret, right? What's the very first thing that comes to mind of most people? Anyway, anybody? Steroids? Yeah. But I mean about that kind of that, that idea. Scam. There it is. Scam. Man, that's just too good to be true. You know, yeah, maybe that dude, he's probably on steroids. Or maybe something else, you know, he probably is just 20-something years old. He's got a great metabolism. Hit the gym a few times a week, whatever, looking good. And he's like, hey, I've got another idea. I could also become rich by charging people subscription to this video, you know. And, and they, they make it seem so easy. They make it seem like, like I say, three easy ways to become a millionaire or whatever it is. Really what it takes is either a little bit of luck, uh, a rich uncle or somebody that died and left you a bunch of money, uh, just some natural, you know, again, like great metabolism, whatever it is. You know, somebody like Luke over here, young, and just can eat anything he wants and works out a little bit, and he's, you know, looking pretty good, right? And, you know, that might be what it is. But then when we get a little bit older, Brother Christman, I'm 30 years old. I went skating the other day with the church, and I think the girls were there. And, uh, man, I was like 10 minutes in, I fell. I was like, man, because it's been probably 10 years since I skated last. It was on rollerblades, and I thought, oh, this is going to be easy, no big deal. And I get out there, and I fall, and I was like, man, the first thing I found out is it hurts a whole lot more to fall when you're 30 than when you're 16. I'll tell you that. So, but yeah, it's, you know, it, it takes work to do these types of things. It's, and you know, the thing that comes to mind, like you say, a scam, it's, man, that's just got to be too good to be true. Well, I want to talk to us today about something. It's not too good to be true. Amen. Amen. It's not too good to be true. And these, these scams, these come to us. And but then when we begin to look into the Word of God, we begin to realize that even though we've, we've grown up with this, this phrase that it's, you know, if, it, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is, right? That's what we've grown up to learn. But when we begin to read the Scripture, we begin to see these things, that these principles that God shares with us and shows us. And maybe you come to church and you hear the things that, that you hear from, from Pastor Chrisman and the other speakers here, wonderful preachers that he brings in and all these types of people and and you think man there's just got to be more to it but I'm here to tell you today that there's not more to it it's not too good to be true Jesus just really is that good amen Jesus really can just in a moment in an instant can change your life today when you step forward to this altar and you give your life to Jesus it's not too good to be true Jesus really can touch you and change your life amen Amen. Amen. 
As we read our text today, we find that Jesus has been talking to a crowd of people and sharing parables with them and, and, and teaching them. And, and he begins to grow tired and, 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 and he sends the multitude away and, and he tells them, let's, let's go into the ship and travel to the other side, he tells his disciples. And, and so they, they do, they, they enter into the ship. And, but as it was, I can imagine in that day, people didn't want it to end. They didn't want to get far away from Jesus. And so these other little ships go ahead and begin to follow uh, the, the boat that Jesus is in and, and to see where he's going and to, to journey with him and to find out what else he might have to say. And, and they're going along and because of the, 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 the tiredness that's come upon Jesus, the weariness after speaking for all these hours to these people and sharing because he, he was really just a man, even though he was God robed in flesh, he was a man, and, and I can imagine uh, the, the, uh, the emotional energy that he's exuded and all these things that he's put out, and he becomes tired. And so as we read through the story, we find that he falls asleep in the hinder part of the ship, the scripture says, and, and, and he's there asleep, and all of a sudden, a storm rises. A storm comes up, a tempest, amen, as, as the scripture sometimes calls it. And, and so often I've, I've looked through this and I've thought about this and I've heard it preached before. And, and uh, I can imagine that you're in the same place. We imagine, you know, thunder and lightning and rain and all these things that are coming up. But the scripture tells us that all it was was a wind storm. It says in there arose a great storm of wind. And the waves were beating the ship, and, and it was now full. And so, yes, even though it was scary, all it was was wind. No rain, no thunder, no lightning, just wind. Just wind. And, and as we continue in through this, we find that the disciples are in the same place that we are probably often today in our own storms that we face. We are afraid and we run to Jesus and we say, Master, we're, we're perishing. Where are you? Why are, why are you just asleep? What's going on? I don't know. I'm scared. Everything was fine. Everything was good. We, we just had a great service on Sunday and everything was great and the teaching was good and, and we, we're, we're full and all these things are good. But, but now there's a storm raging. I'm afraid. Jesus, where did you go? I left the church in Cambridge on Sunday and Monday morning I woke up and you're not there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where'd you go, Lord? I thought you never slept. I thought you were always there at, at the, the very mention of your name, but I can't seem to find you. I'm in this storm, God. Where are you? Really, he is there the whole time. And as we follow through the story, we see that he awakens and he speaks peace. He says, peace, be still. And the winds die down and the storm dissipates. And the disciples are amazed and they look at each other and they say, "Who?" They, it says they feared exceedingly and they say, what manner of man is this? That even the wind and the waves obey him. I'm telling you today, it's the same Jesus that was there Sunday morning is the one that's going to meet you on Monday and Tuesday and Thursday and Friday in your storm. And he's going to be there and he's the peace speaker today. Hallelujah. He's the peace speaker. I'm so glad I know the peace speaker. 
He's the peace speaker. But then we turn over to the next chapter and it says, when they were come to the other side. It's not an end of the story where there's peace that's spoken and the wind is done and the waves are done. It's, it's, the story continues. When they were come to the other side in the country of the Gadarenes, there came a man that immediately met them there out of the tombs with an unclean spirit. My thought before is, well, these are two separate things. Yeah, that guy needed something, but I needed something. I was in a storm. But really, all that was, Brother Christman, that wind was just pushing them to that man that was on the other side. And I've come to encourage somebody today. You may feel like you're in a storm, but we know the peace speaker and all that that storm is doing is putting you through something for the man that's on the other side. You don't know who you're going to meet tomorrow that you're going to say, hey, 10 years ago I went through something, but God brought me through and he can do it for you. Hallelujah. You don't know what your storm is teaching you right now. You may feel alone but Jesus is there in the ship with you and he's going to take you to somebody that needs what you have that storm was not just about you something that you did wrong it may have been uh, something that we don't understand but really it was for somebody who needed what you've gone through hallelujah it was for the man that was on the other side praise God praise God and maybe today you're in that storm and you needed to hear that. But maybe you're that man that was on the other side. What's so powerful about this passage is it says that when he saw Jesus afar off. I can imagine here on this Sea of Galilee, the hills that surround it. Uh, and, and, and the man is there and he's looking out and he sees these ships. And he sees not just one ship, but multiple ships. And I'm here to tell you that in your storm, you're not alone today. There are people around you that may be going through a storm as well. It's through our brothers and sisters that we can be encouraged in our storm. Hallelujah. But this man, he sees these people he sees this stuff coming and he can see Jesus afar off. And he ran to him. What's so incredible about this is as we look at this story and we realize what's going on in this man's life, he's in turmoil. He's, he's been bound and tormented by these spirits that have been bothering him. We find out later that, that, the, that the spirit's name is Legion, meaning many. There's many spirits that he's been dealing with for years and years. He can't seem to conquer them. He's done everything he can. And when they come upon him, they, they cast him out into the wilderness, the scripture says. This man that's been going through so much pain and, and heartache and, and turmoil because of something that came upon him and came into him. Things that may not even be his own decision he's dealing with. These spirits that have come on to him. But no matter the spirits that were there, he saw Jesus and he ran to him. And immediately he saw him as he was there. That has to be our response today. No matter what we're dealing with, we have to push through and fight through and run to Jesus. Because he is your answer today. He's your answer today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The scripture goes on to tell us a little bit more about this man. It tells us that 
uh, Brother Luke, if you could come help me here. It tells us that, uh, that, that he uh, had been bound with chains. Go ahead, come on up. If you can just uh, grab those there and uh, grab one of those, those sets of handcuffs. And here, put, put, put one there on my wrist. If it'll fit. Holy cow, those are tiny. All right, there we go. And then grab one of those chains. He'd been bound with chains. Here we go, put it on the other end there. Maybe. <laughs> there we go. Go ahead, grab the other, do the same thing. The people had bound him with chains. They, they were scared of him. He, he was this wild man. He was screaming, the Bible says. He would scream and torment. and He would be there and he was living among the tombs, the scripture says. And, and go ahead, grab that other set there. He was living among the tombs, the scripture says, and, and he would scream and, and, and he was tormented. So they would bind him with fetters and chains. Grab the other chain. There we go. Put it on just like that. Yep. And, uh, and, and that was their answer. They were saying, maybe if we, if we bind him up, he, he can't get loose. He can't get free. Maybe. But, but what would happen is, is because of that, that spirit, it would, it would come and it would break those chains. And it seemed like nothing the people around him could do would, would, would keep him in that place. And, but he, that was the only answer they had. And, and today, that's the only answer, perhaps, that, that the world has for you. Maybe it, it's alcohol and it comes along. And, well, that's the only thing that it's going to lose me if I can just drown my sorrows there and, and maybe it's, it's a relationship that comes along and well there was that, that, that wife or somebody that hurt me so I'm just going to sleep with as many people as I can and, and maybe that'll help me and, and, and then there's drugs and they come along and, and they bind us up and, and maybe that'll help me and, and really all that's happened is we've been bound up in the things the answer of the world is nothing but chains Nothing but chains, nothing but more bondage. All I have is these spirits tormenting me, and, and now you're tormenting me, and why aren't you going to come out to the bar tonight, and, and hey, why don't we go over to the casino, and maybe if you, if you win big, maybe that'll bring you an answer. Galatians 5 tells us, in Galatians 5, we see the... the, the, the the scripture says, but now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these adultery and fornication, uncleanness and lasciviousness and idolatry and witchcraft, hatred and variance and emulations and wrath and strife and seditions and heresies, envies and murders, drunkenness, revelings and such like of the which I tell you before, as I have also told you in time past, they which do these things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. All I see there is chains and chains and chains and chains. The works of the flesh are just chains. They're just things that are going to bind us up. That's the answer of the world is the works of the flesh. They don't know what else is good for you. They don't know how to help you. They don't know where to go for you. I've heard these, these radio commercials for people. Are you struggling with, with nicotine addiction? Well, come into the office and we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll uh, hypnotize you and it'll all just go away. It's nothing but chains. That's not really the answer. You're just under someone else's uh, control and delusions. I don't know much about it. I won't pretend like I do, but I can only imagine that it doesn't last very long. It's only a temporary piece. The friends and neighbors of this man in, in, in the gatherings, they've, they've bound him up with just temporary answers. Temporary chains. But then... Oh, Brother Chris, then the man sees Jesus afar off. 
and he runs to him. The scripture says he worshipped him. It means he fell at his feet. And out of this man came these devils and these demons that answered him. Why have you come to torment us? See, that's the, another lie that the enemy will tell you. It'll tell you that, that the things of church are really the chains. It'll tell you that holiness standards are really chains. It'll tell you that living for God and, and giving and tithes and offerings, those are really chains. You can't have freedom if you live for God. You mean you have to follow these rules and regulations? Those are really the chains. He'll say, hey, you, you've come to torment us. And Jesus asks the man, what's your name? And he says, Legion, for we are many. He has all these torments. But nonetheless, there's this battle. The scripture calls it the battle between the spirit and the flesh. It's constantly battling. On the one hand, the man is, is in, a, in a position of worship. He's kneeling before Jesus, the one who really has the answer. And on the other hand, out of the inside of him is this fleshly thing that's fighting against the loosing. But what does Jesus do? You can help me out, Brother Christmas. Jesus says, hey, come out of the man. Let me, let me help you out here. See, you don't have to be bound anymore. You don't have to find peace, try to find peace in alcohol anymore. You don't have to find it in those things of the world anymore. You don't have to do that. But you can cast those things aside. And Jesus says, come to me, my child. He's calling today. Come to him. See, it's in Jesus we find rest. It's in Jesus we find peace. And if, as we continue in Galatians 5, it doesn't end with all the works of the flesh. But no, it continues on. It says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love. True love. It's not just a one-night stand anymore. It's not just somebody I met at the bar or on Tinder and, and moved on. It's true love I can find. True love for my brother and my sister. True love for my family. True love for my spouse. It's joy. I can finally run and walk and move in joy when we have the give the fruit of the spirit oh it's it's peace i can finally have peace from my storm it's long suffering oh yes i may have suffered but now i know that jesus is my answer and no matter how much i suffer jesus is gonna be there because jesus suffered in all points as of we he was tempted the scripture says yet without sin see jesus has been there he's gone before you he's gone through the things you've gone through he's dealt with the things you've dealt with and yet he was without sin that means that he has overcome it it's through his blood it's through his spirit hallelujah that he has overcome it says you may have trouble in the world but fear not because i have overcome the world hallelujah Woo, hallelujah it's gentleness and goodness and faith i can finally believe again i can finally have hope again when Jesus answers, it's not too good to be true today. You can have meekness and temperance. And guess what? Against such, there's no law. You don't have to worry about looking over your shoulder anymore for that warrant that might be out for you. 
You don't have to worry about somebody coming after you because you cheated them or you wronged them. There's no law against the things of Jesus. If we could stand today. The scripture says, if we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I wonder right now if we could just thank him. He's freed us today. Oh, hallelujah. I'm trading my sorrows today for joy. Oh, I'm trading my unrest for peace today. Hallelujah. And the final thing that we find in this story is that the man asks, Jesus, you freed me. He's sitting at his feet and the people have come out because they've heard about what's happened and they're like, nah, there's no way. It's too good to be true. This man that we've dealt with, this neighbor, this friend that's, that's been in this position for all these years, for this long time, it's too good to be true. No, but they come out and they see him clothed and in his right mind, sitting at Jesus' feet. And understandably, the man says, I, I want to go with you, Jesus. I, I'll follow you wherever you go. Out of gratefulness and thankfulness. But Jesus tells him no. You might wonder why, but what he says to him is, no, I want you to stay here and tell everybody what I've done for you. How I freed you. How I loosed you. How you were once bound by thousands of demons. How you were once bound by chains of the, 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 the world had put on you. The people around you had put on you. I want you to tell them who I am and what I've done. And that's where we are today. You may be in a storm, but remember, your storm is for somebody else. The man on the other side. You may be one that's bound in chains, but remember, Jesus is the chain looser today. When we fall at his feet and worship him, when we give him our brokenness, he's the only one that can take something broken and make it whole. But then after that, we have a responsibility, and that is to tell others where we've been what he's done and who he is. I'm done today. I wonder if right now we could just lift our hands. These altars are open wherever you find yourself today. God, I want to make a new commitment to you, Lord. God, I need you to lose something today. This is the place right now. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. You could trade your sorrows and your pain for wonderful things that Jesus has given. Hallelujah for the joy of the Lord. Oh, right now, just lift your hands and worship him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is the place where you can be free today. If you've had enough, if you've had enough today, we just go to Jesus and he will answer us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. I'm trading my sorrow.
Thanks again for listening to the Anchor Church of Cambridge podcast. If you enjoyed it, make sure you subscribe so you can keep up with our weekly sermons. If you are in the Cambridge area, we invite you to join us on Sundays at 11 a.m. Again, thanks for listening and we hope to see you soon.